Hey everyone, this is Countless, a podcast about everything and anything, and I'm your host, Dara. When I started this podcast, I didn't meant it to be about corona-related topics. My intention is to talk about anything I wanted at any time without any restrictions or expectations. But since we are currently going through this pandemic together, well, the only thing that's on my mind is coronavirus and issues surrounding it. As you can imagine, we're all inundated with all kinds of updates about the virus, vaccinations, death tolls, etc., etc. You know, it's only natural for me to talk about things that are related to corona. But rest assured, I do want to talk about other things than this disease. Okay, we got other things to talk about, right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> So let's get right to the third episode. Um, this count, this countless episode is a conversation with my good friend Matt, who lives in New York. And initially, my question is, um, what does your daily routine look like? But then that spurred into other things in terms of what has changed for him. Like, how has his life changed due to this pandemic, due to quarantine, um, especially living in New York and you know, as I've heard it, it's the pandemic center of the U.S. when it comes to it. There are so many deaths in New York compared to other states. It's quite frightening, actually. So, yeah, I talked to my good friend, Matt. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, this is my first recording doing it this way. So wish us luck, my friend. Wish us luck. Okay. <laughs> um, you might have to talk as clear and loud um, to your microphone because uh, me and my partner tried to test it out. But then we weren't really, we just, I just wanted to know how it works. So we weren't really talking as much into the mic. So it was kind of low, but we're just going to try this out, see what happens and if it's a really effective um, but yeah, anyway, I hope I didn't interrupt anything too crazy in your side. Of- no, not really. No, everything's cool right now. Oh, this okay. is perfect time, actually. Awesome. Yes, yes. Yeah. And by the way, is this a new picture of you that's on the anchor? Uh, kind of, but not really. It's a picture from like a year and a half, almost two years ago now, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So you're lying to me, basically. I'm just kidding. Like a dating app. This yeah, is a I'm, lie. Totally cat- I'm totally catfishing. You're really a white dude from Kansas. Oh yeah, totally a white dude from Kansas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and do you want to use your real name or no? I don't. You do last names. I do first names. But you yeah, know, it's I, fine. Okay. Everyone can know me as Matt. Oh. Okay. There's a lot of Matts anyway. You know, it's not like your name is extremely uncommon. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, is it okay if I say where you are right now? considering our circumstances. So uh, Matt here lives in New York, which um, for those who do not know for the United States, is kind of like the pandemic center. Uh, I don't know if you know. Wow. I know like, like, it's almost like mean to say, but I I listen to Democracy Now! And which is, they're like a, you know, they're like an independent new group and, you know, not bought out by major companies or whatever. And then she, she record, they record in New York. And that's how she has been introduced the show 
Okay, side note, the she that I'm referring to is Amy Goodman of Democracy Now!, which is a independent news program. As an independent news program, they rely on audience support, which means they have editorial independence and is never compromised by corporate or government interests, which is really dope. So that's why I rely on democracynow.org to give me independent news that's not biased from any other place. They give you straight facts. I know this sounds like a little bit of a advertisement and in some ways it is. Um, I'm only saying this as if I was your friend and I'm re recommending a, uh, a news group that I can rely on that's not necessarily your day of the mill channel seven, uh, channel five news. Anyway, I'm going to stop right there with my little rant, but that's who she is. That's Amy Goodman of democracy. Now, like this is democracy. Now we're in the pandemic of the crisis in, in the United States. I was like, Whoa, you know, when I first heard that. So, um, but you know, no lie. When I look at the, the infections map, I just look at it as like chicken pots, like uh, dots, like, you know, like spots in someone's body. But then all of the spots are like towards New York. It's like really freaky and scary. I don't know if you've seen maps like that online. No, yeah, I've, I've seen like the, the map um, of the infection rates. Um, yeah. you know, New York is, is unique in that it's one of, it's a major business hub mm -hmm. and a major, um, transit hub as well. So it's like, we yes. have both international and domestic flights coming in constant, or we used to have domestic and international flights coming in constantly. Um, as well as, you know, we're also one of the dense, like the most densely populated regions in, in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, especially within like the urban areas, it's like, you know, we, there's just no space. Like, uh, if, for those of you who haven't ever been to New York, it's a, it's a vertical city. Um, most of us live in apartment buildings that are over 10 stories and, mm -hmm. you know, there's not a whole lot of, you know, horizontal space. There yeah. aren't very many neighborhoods <laughs> right. within the five boroughs of New York that have front yard lawns and all that. Right. So. Right. Yeah. And I think, you're, you're not only highly populated, but it's just like, it's a small state, right? It's a small state yeah. and you guys are a little bit in close quarters. And I was actually wondering about your subway system. Is it still running? Um, currently within New York City. So New York City being the five boroughs, um, whereas New Yorkers call the city Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, yes, no, within, within the five boroughs, the transit, the public transportation system is still running. Um, it's running with relatively limited service, I would uh, say. Got it. Um, not a lot of, it's not as populated now as it used to be before the pandemic struck. Mm -hmm. um, but that's obviously because people are just being more cautious. Um, additionally, a lot of industries in New York have kind of shut down. Right. Um, a lot of restaurant workers are out of work right now. Um, a lot of people who work in the airports, that includes like, you know, um, like the red cap, the flight attendants, the restaurant workers there, people like the general, you know, worker situation in New York is kind of, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's kind of shitty here. <laughs> um, you know, a lot yeah, of, yeah. a lot of New Yorkers are trying to file for unemployment and, you know, the website just keeps crashing because there's just too many people trying to file for unemployment. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. I haven't yeah. done that yet, but I will soon apply for unemployment. Um, 
But yeah. But to so, answer your question, yes, our, our transit system is running. It's yeah. just not as densely populated anymore. Yeah, got it. Because you 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 would take the bus, right? You didn't. Did you take the train going to work? Did you need to? Uh, it depends on how fast I want to get to work. Um, oh, okay. Usually, if I left with enough time, I would take the bus because you know the roads are just more jam packed. But it's a nicer, you know, a more oxygenated ride as opposed <laughs> to the subways, which are predominantly underground and very claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what we see in movies, that's true. Like when they're like packed and shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Usually like, you know, before the pandemic, New York rush hour was train cars packed full of people, you know, people mm-hmm. stepping on each other, mm-hmm. like elbows and, and rib cages. Face and to face kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So when the pandemic broke out, you know, New York was still very much like, oh, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. And people were coughing in each other's faces. <laughs> I, and yeah. nobody realized how bad it was. Right, right. I mean, I think, honestly, the United States as a whole, we're pretty late in responding, right? We're pretty late in responding. So, therefore, this is where we are right now. Um, in contrast, I live in California for those listeners out there. So, totally extreme opposites of, of the United States. And uh, when I used to live in San Francisco, I have an idea of packed train cars. Um, you know, for New York, it's a li- you guys have an elaborate, uh, train system an older system but for us yeah definitely a similar during rush hour it was also like it was like packed to the point where you know you try to squeeze yourself in as much as you can among you know like you're really touching the door like you're like smushed in just enough so the door can close you know if that makes sense <laughs> yep. that's, yeah that's a that's a every that used to be an everyday occurrence in new york city right now right. like 3 p.m and 7 p.m yes oh gosh oh, just the thought of it right now it's just, it's just daunting. You know, it's almost like, oh my God, that happened. You know, like, ew, like so many people so close now. I feel like a little bit claustrophobic just, just thinking about it. And even when I watch movies and there's a huge crowd, I'm like, oh my God, Corona, you know, and it's like a film that was two years ago, you know, or, or whatever. It's just not everything I see with crowds of people on TV is just like, oh shit, like, that's how pe- that's why we're dying now because of that shit you know but i mean yeah it was it, it's it's it was kind of an everyday reality for a lot of new yorkers and so i i guess you could say it's something that we kind like me personally i kind of miss the hustle and bustle of everyday public transportation yeah you know having to like like i've been i've been off from work for the past three weeks yeah normally I would have been, you know, running, I used to work in a different location. So when I used to have to take public transportation, I would have to walk or take a bus to the train Mm -hmm. and then wait for the train and then wait for another train just to get to work. So I would have like two transfers. And if the cars were packed, the cars were packed. Yeah. I missed the train. Right. Then I missed the train. And, and, you know, as as much of a hassle as it was at the time, Mm -hmm. now it's like, I kind of miss that. I, I miss that, like, yeah. that that unnecessary human interaction. Yeah, yeah. Because it was human interaction. 
<laughs> right, right. And it's kind of it's interesting when you say that because you think about like what you miss, you know, like things that are basically things that we take for granted, right? Like who knew we would miss being cramped up on a train, right? Or maybe have a side chatter with a random stranger, right? Like even mm-hmm. when I'm walking around, people who I never interact at all because it's like whatever, they're strangers. They're walking, I'm walking. But I, I feel like me and my partner, we say hi a lot. You know, well, he says hi a lot, but me, I'm like, eh, whatever. But nowadays it's like, just to say hi from afar feels good. You know, even it's like, oh, very small. Like, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. We move on our way. But it's like, I think a lot of people are itching for some kind of human interaction. That's not through the phone. That's not through video chat. Um, but you, you work, can you, you want to say where you work or were you employed? <laughs> Uh, I am, uh, I, I won't say the company, but I am employed by a major coffee chain. Okay, yes, they're a major yeah, coffee our, chain. Our listeners, are, the listeners will definitely be able to understand what I mean when I say a major coffee chain. Yes. Um, and you said in New York, there's only one open now, or is that still the case? Um, in in my borough yeah. of Queens, um, there is currently, I believe, only one open at okay. the moment. Okay. Um, and that is only because there is a, it's a drive-through location. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only drive-through location, I believe, in Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the drive-through locations are in Long Island. Yes. And nobody wants to go out to Long Island right now. Ah, uh, yes. Uh-huh. Because along with being, you know, a public transportation heavy, uh, you know, city, a lot of New Yorkers, like native New Yorkers, they don't drive unless they have to. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like car ownership is not that high in New York. Yes. We Ooh. tend to lease. What's that? I said we tend to lease cars or, you know, Uber, Lyft, mm-hmm. Juno. Yeah. I figured, I figured that's the case for New York. A lot of walking and you guys have, you know, a good public transportation. And that was similar to San Francisco as well. Like when I used to live there, I rarely drove unless I have to, as you said, and I was fortunate at that time to live so close to a train system and have a bus system as well. So I, I can understand the feeling and it's good to not have to take a car. You know what I mean? Like if I don't yeah. have to take a car and it's a, a it's nice, smooth commute to work or to school, I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> uh, if I can avoid it, then yes, I'll, I'll do it for sure. But um, so originally I contacted you because I was going to, you know, ask people about their current daily routine during quarantine. And I'm glad it's become something else is about your the current state of New York, as at least in your area. But anyway, to answer, yeah, to answer the question, what is what has been your current routine? What has become of it? Um, so my routine is kind of on the unsafe side i would say Uh oh um you know in in new york you know we we get every i think every 15 minutes there's a commercial saying stay inside um unfortunately i get very cabin feverish okay um and so every day i wake up at 5 30 because my my work alarm is still on uh got it Uh uh-huh keep it on (laughs) I keep I keep it on in the hopes that one day my boss will just call me and be like, "Hey, we're opening another store. Um, come to work. Be there by six. And I'll just be like, "Okay, I wake up at five thirty. I'll be at work by six. Right. Um, you know, so I wake up at five thirty, turn off my alarm, uh, check my emails, 
go and make coffee. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I go about my day. Uh, I do a little bit of cleaning. Mm-hmm. If I if I get around to it, <laughs> I'll do a little bit of cleaning. Um, you know, I'll make breakfast. And then I'll just plan out my day. Usually, it's for me, it's like a, a day-to-day thing. Oh, okay. Um, but one mandatory thing that I, I make sure that I do mm-hmm. most of the days is go for a walk. Um, you know, usually I tell myself, I'm going to go for a 15-minute walk. It ends up turning into two hours. Oh, man. That's why I say it's unsafe. But it, I, I take my unsafe walks in the safest way possible. You know, I go to places that aren't heavily populated. Yeah. I live close. I live close to a fairly large um, park. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of open space. There's a lot of ways for me to stay away from people. Um, but then again, I also do live in a heavily, like a, a very densely populated neighborhood. Yeah. So, and, and I live in an apartment building that is densely populated as well. So, um, you know, luckily my neighbors take the advice of the city to stay indoors because the elevators are usually empty now. Um, whereas before the, the, you know, the epidemic broke out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes I would be in an elevator packed with a family of 15. Oh gosh. So yeah. And there would always be somebody coughing (laughs) because there are a lot of elderly people in this building as well. Yes. Um, so yes, I, I go for a walk, come home, uh, take a shower. And then I tend to either look up new information on, you know, what's going on, whether it's through Twitter, um, YouTube with the news highlights. Um, you know, I'll even check Reddit sometimes, Mm. although I don't really rely on Reddit. Yeah. It's Reddit. Right. Reddit, Reddit is Reddit. And so is Twitter. Um, you know, and then that's usually, that usually happens by about 5 PM. Mm -hmm. Um, at which point, you know, I'll come back home. Like I said, I'll, check Twitter, all that stuff. And then I'll light a candle, read a book Mm. or watch a YouTube video on like trying to learn a new skill. Yeah. Um, recently I've been trying to learn magic, but that's not really. (laughs) So (laughs) I love that you're learning magic. That's so random. I don't know why I would imagine you to do magic, but I like that. I like, I like how we end up getting into things that, at least for me, I mean, I, there's one part I really like magic and I was doing a little bit of it, but I wasn't like super fancy as like other people. But yeah, it's just one of those things that you start thinking, oh, what can I do now? You know, like you're just like, what else is there to do? Um, but what I have to ask, I was thinking about that candle. Why do you light a candle? Is that for more ambiance or what? It's a little bit of like for ambiance and like it's also kind of therapeutic. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it, it I I like the smells of my candles so it's like it they calm me down and um you know I I I, I suffer from mild generalized anxiety mm-hmm. mild mm-hmm. depression so it's like the calmer I am within the confines of these four walls that I call yeah. my room um the better off I'll right be. you know the 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 quicker I can make it through the day without like losing my shit and drinking a whole bottle yeah. of wine um which I, which is very easy for me yeah. to do because I yes. love wine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no candles help. Um, sometimes I'll burn some mm-hmm. incense or like, you know, I'll, I'll turn on my, like my mister and I'll just like drop in some essential mm-hmm. oils. Um, but honestly, most of the day is spent just trying to get through the day. Um, you know, 
Nice. I, I think a lot about the things that I miss and that like, you know, that just makes me depressed. And so I force myself to take those walks. Like the other day I was, I was talking to my friends and I was like, yo, I miss sushi. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it's something, it's something that's like so simple. It's like, it's sushi. We, t- we took that for granted. We just be like, oh, let's go get some sushi go out like a couple of blocks away, find like a cheap sushi spot or like a nice sushi spot, go get some sushi yes. and go home. Now it's like, I don't want to order anything because I don't want to interact yeah. with people. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, uh, yesterday, yesterday I was, you know, thinking to myself, I want yeah. pizza. <laughs> and then I thought, no, I don't want pizza because that would require me to del- like have yeah. a delivery. And since I live in a building that would require me to leave my apartment go downstairs, get the pizza, and then come back up. By the time I get back up, I don't right, want pizza. Right, right. So I just, I live without pizza. Yeah. I know the same feeling, my friend, and I'm glad that me and my partner, one of our last meals before this, you know, quarantine had started, we had sushi, which we don't always do, but we did, we, we had sushi, and we also had Oh, she, oh yeah, we had Bodine. I don't know if you heard of Bodine, but they're like the they're based out of San Francisco. They're like a clam chowder bread bowl type of place, so they're known for that. So we have mm. one here about thirty minutes away. So we were glad we got that. We took advantage of that. Um, yeah, and we were glad that they weren't shitty meals. You know, I would be mad if I went to like a shitty restaurant and it didn't taste great. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, you guys can't really go out. You can still eat, but you guys can't, you know, dine in. And, uh, I'm glad we didn't have shitty meals. Um, we're really, we're really, um, cautious to the point we don't eat out anymore because not just because of interacting with the, you know, people handling the food, but also who are these people serving, right? Like we're just like conscious about, even though, a lot of precaution and cleaning more and wearing gloves and masks you just don't know right like someone could still be carrying the virus or maybe their employer is not great in handling people that are sick you know so people feel forced or like oh i have to work or else i'm not going to have money despite of like you know all the support we're going to get by the government etc cetera, etc cetera. um i think we still feel a little bit too conscious to pick up food um do you eat out do you pick up food though when you're on your walks or anything like that oh oh, okay (laughs) no no um my my walks if they're not to the local park it's to the local target because target is pretty much the only store really open in my neighborhood now um i live i live within a 15 minute walk of target so sometimes when i'm really bored i'll just go to target and I'll end up just spending money because it's something. Ah, uh, got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of like that too, Target. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, like, usually, like, when I go to Target, I'll just pick up right. groceries. And, like, you know, that way, but, you know, I, I actually got yelled at by one of my friends who happens to be a nurse who works in. Oh, no. Uh huh. Um, and she was she was telling me like stop going outside like next time you go out just stock up for two weeks that's it like do not go outside and I was like I need to get out and she was like I don't care just stop going outside and I was like okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> don't yell please at don't me. yell at me I'm fragile as it is 
um yeah no it's hard it, it's hard to stay in we uh me and my partner we rarely go out we've we we used to have we had this rule like we only go out on fridays to stock up and last friday we didn't because we were like we're stocked up we're great we don't have to keep shopping cool but then when this week rolled around like they were really enforcing like the governor and every and the mayor was like really enforcing this week do not go out like even for essentials like do not go out this is you know prime time for people of you know they're getting sick blah, 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 blah. i'm like okay fine fuck it so now we're starting to run out of things but we're not super like starving or anything you know like you know milk will run out because you use it every day or eggs because that gets eaten every day so things like that are have you know eggs have been you know we don't have eggs since i don't know a few days from now but we do have other food so it's fine but sometimes eggs is the breakfast food right so you're just like okay cool i don't got breakfast but i got i mean i don't have eggs but i do have oatmeal and cereal so you kind of have to start adjusting a little bit um yeah Mm -hmm. so but i know what your friend means you were just you were doing the same as like do not go out and sometimes yeah i just don't even right now the in the radio they're saying we um even if you're walking around your neighborhood you you have to wear a mask you have to if you do plan to go to the store you should wear you need to wear a mask or they may not let you in yeah so do you guys have to wear a mask too wherever you guys go uh yeah yeah it's uh it's highly recommended in new york that if you leave your Uh house wear a mask um you know wash your hands regularly if you can't wash your hands Use hand sanitizer. All common sense stuff, uh, but obviously common sense wasn't common <laughs> until now. Yeah, um, yeah. But yes, um, I went to a supermarket mm-hmm. two days ago. It was yeah. a Korean supermarket. Um, and there was a sign very clear in the front in English and in Korean. And it said, if you're not wearing a mask, we're going to ask you to leave. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I had a mask on. But, you know, it's just it's it's come to a point where, you know, people are not doing what's necessary. Um, you know, I, I also live in a neighborhood that where there are a lot of like, you know, day laborers who are no longer working because all unnecessary um, right. construction has been halted right. in New York City. Uh, when I take my walk, sometimes I'll see a group of like five or six workers just sitting around like in close proximity of each other. And I think to myself, this is why, you know, this, like, this is, this is something that just aggravates Mm -hmm. the situation. It's like, you're, you're, we understand, like, you know, we're, I'm trying to empathize, empathize Mm -hmm. with their situation. You know, they're out of work. They have nothing to do during the day and they don't, they don't want to be home during the day, but try to do something that's not gathering in a group sitting in public and just, you know, hanging out, you know, because it's, it, it's, if one of you gets sick, all of you get sick. Um, last week I was walking through the park. It, it just so happens that, you know, Hey, it's April. The weather is getting really nice in New York. People were out in the park playing soccer. And I'm like, this is not right. Fun. Right. It's not safe. Like, it, it, it wasn't just adults yeah either. like teenagers kids, right like there were kids playing like oh little kids no, okay like little kids like little kids with their parents like uh, youth league soccer was still like us was still happening 
in in my local park and i'm like this is you know if your kids get sick right that's on the parents and you know like our governor you know he said he cannot tell the police to tell parents not to bring their kids out but if the kids get sick it's on the parents period like use your best judgment and people just aren't i tend to avoid people because you know i'm that it, even though i'm i'm not exercising best judgment i'm exercising better judgment by yeah avoiding people yeah um yeah totally I, right across the street from a high school like the more like the the field not the building but the field we have you know right we look outside our window and or our kitchen window and we can see the field so we can see anyone using the field walking past by the field and just last Friday, we saw a bunch of kids playing soccer. Not kids. I don't know. They're like teenagers at this time. And they're, I seen them jump the fucking fence and they throw their, you know, their soccer balls over. And I'm like, oh my God, like you guys don't get it. And then they would, you know, when they were done, um, they went back out and they were just, you know, they were just chatting it up as if nothing is happening. As if like, you know, it's just a regular day in, in, in the world, you know, to just hang around and chat. And not only that, they were like bullying this kid who had walked by who happened to be autistic. And that wasn't cool either. And the reason we knew he was autistic is because he actually stood up for himself. He's like, you know what, you're you're bullying a, an autistic kid right now, you know, and they're like, what? And then it's like an autistic kid. And then one of them was like, man, go walk away, go walk, go, go walk, you know. So he walks and then he stops and he's on the phone. I don't know who he's calling. I don't know if it's a parent or the police or whatever. Um, and, but then I don't know why he comes back and starts to engage with this group of, of kids again, or these teenagers. And, you know, my fiance doesn't tolerate that. He's always wants to help anybody in need, whether it's like a strange, like a, a, an elderly person or someone who may have a disability, whether or not they're strangers, he just wants to lend a helping hand. I had to kind of stop. It's like, look, don't say anything right now. Let's just see how they this plays out. They're not physically hurting him. They're just exchanging words. You know, eventually they would say things to him. We weren't sure what. So he actually called the cops on them. I mean, by that time they had already started to leave. But I was going to make a formal complaint to the police about the field because I've seen I've seen that. I've seen people just jumping the fence, doing soccer, playing soccer. And it's just to me disrespectful to our neighborhood. You know, these people, I don't think they're from our neighborhood. They just drive there, use our, use that field. And they're not in consideration of, of the neighborhood. And even like that, that kid that was walking by, it's like, what the fuck? Like you're not even from here and you're, you're, you're causing like problems, you know? So I think after that, there's been more patrols around their, our neighborhood because, you know, to watch the school and such. Cause um, yeah, I just, I just don't get why, you know, and you're right. This is the reason. I think that's one of the reasons why this is spreading as it is, because there are people who don't believe it or they're just dumb <laughs> or they're inconsiderate. You know, it's either one or the other, I, I think. And then those are the people that usually get sick or they get other people sick, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, yeah, don't listen. 
This is why we can't have nice <laughs> we things. We try to. This is legitimately why we yeah. cannot have nice things. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. So, but anyway, so yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that you know how to, you know, uh, what do you call that? Keep sane at these times as people are struggling right now. Cause sometimes I think this, this is a moment where people are probably realizing or recognizing their mental health. If that makes sense. Right. Cause before all this started, people are doing their projects. People are going to work. They're going to school. They have something to look forward to every day. And I think which is good. Right. But then since mental health is such a, a topic that people don't recognize when, when they don't feel quote unquote, like sad or whatever, or, you know, they're still in their groove of their routine they people are happy and they're good but because that people are kind of constrained now i think more of their mental health is becoming more clear like oh shoot i don't feel great about being in here this is not great i don't know what to do you know but for those who tend to suffer from time to time from depression such as i as well um you know this is not too new to me right the feeling of like oh fuck i don't feel great this time it's this reason, you know, this time it's because of being confined. Right. But because I've felt depressed before and suicidal before I, I know how to be like, okay, how can I get out of this? You know, what are the tools that I can use to make me feel better? So I'm still applying to, to that now, but I think people who didn't realize where they are mentally are now feeling their own way, you know, because of this, uh, quarantine. Did you, have you, how's your, has that changed for you? Like the way you feel about towards like what you're saying, like you would feel depressed, but you found, you know, you use your tools to, to make you feel better. Has any of those tools changed or did you learn something new about yourself during this time? I mean, before this all happened, my main coping mechanism okay. was going to work. Uh, you know, cause work is, you know, it's, it's one of those yeah, gotcha. evils, I guess you could say. But it's also like right. the perfect distraction, um, you know, like since I work in, you know, a, a, fa- a relatively fast paced, you know, consumer driven mm-hmm. business, um, you know, I get to leave all of my problems and just focus on the right. tasks that are given to me. Um, now, now that, you know, I haven't been to work for three weeks, ah, I'm okay. myself journaling more, um, you know, I've I've reached out to friends that I haven't uh-huh. spoken to in months um, not, not, not out of like, you know, I didn't want to talk to them. It's just, I didn't have time. Now I yes. have tons of time to talk to my friends. I've actually learned to like, I've, I've built stronger connections with even my coworkers just by yeah. being in with them to see how they're doing. Um, you know, so it's, it, and I'm, it's, it's, I'm taking the, the moment and the opportunity to really learn about myself, um, you know, and be really introspective, um, so it's like, you know, like I, I realized a lot of things about myself that like, it's not that I didn't like, but that weren't productive to my mm. you know, existence. I also asked Matt what he does to maintain his mental health. This crisis, I think, will 
bring out a lot of struggles for a lot of people, especially for people who haven't addressed any mental health issues prior to COVID-19, prior to the quarantine. So I think this is our opportunity to take that time to really address some of the struggles. It's going to be hard. I don't recommend it to do it on your own. There are counselors and things like that. Anyway, uh, to move on, Matt did talk about how he has been doing with, with that in terms of trying to keep himself healthy mentally. Journaling helps. Um, texting my friends helps. Yeah, I hate video chats, but you know, sometimes it helps yes. alleviate the loneliness. Even if it's through text, it's like, uh, if I have someone mm -hmm. else to bounce my thoughts off of, then it's not like I'm going to just wallow in self-pity. You know, I, I get the mm -hmm. chance to talk. Right. I have a similar way as well, like similar experience with me hitting up people that I don't always hit up or, you know, catching up with, with family or at least like, yeah, I've been doing game nights with my cousin. So me and a few cousins who some of them are in the Bay, one is here in LA and, you know, we just do game nights, you know, f on Fridays or in the weekends. And that's been, mm -hmm. that's been nice. And I usually don't always talk to them, but it's been nice. Right. Um, I call my parents, every other day, you know, because they live in the Bay and I live here in LA and it's a six hour drive, which, you know, since I got time, technically I could actually just drive there and see them, but I'm just so afraid that I might have the Corona and I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, you know, a carrier and they're 70 years old. So I was like, shit, I can't, I can't, I can't risk it obviously. So I called them and before I know I feel bad mm -hmm. to admit this, but I used to didn't call them as much, right? I could go maybe one or two weeks without calling them. And now I try my best to call them, you know, every other day just to be like, Hey, what's up? Remind them to not do this and remind them to stay indoors as much as they can. Don't eat out and, or don't pick up takeout or whatever the heck. So it's just been, uh, interesting, um, this whole process and, and here I am, I'm doing my, a podcast, right? I kind of stopped use, doing my original podcast. Now I have my new one, which I've been itching to do. And I have no reason to not start one that I've been wanting to start. But how's your family? You live with your mom and dad. And did you say your dad's still working? Yep. My dad is still working. Um, you know, he works for one of the big box stores. So he is. Yeah. And can you tell me what big box is? So, like BJ. Oh, God. Okay. Those kind of stores. We call them big box. We, we, call, them, we call them big box stores because you go... And you buy in bulk a grocery store or you can pick up essentials there. It's like everyone who works there is considered an essential worker. He's employed. Um, he's still working um, weekly, I think three or four days a week. Um, other than that, uh, you know, my mom is retired, so she never really leaves the house now. Um, she used to mm -hmm. go to church every weekend. Uh, she used to go meet up with her sister my aunt and her every other weekend um that's all stopped and like you know it's 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 kind of, it's really sad to see how you know society is just breaking down like people like people in new york aren't allowed to go to like their religious observances um you know some communities will still congregate for religious observances but you know as a as a whole like within my neighborhood right uh, yeah the churches are closed so it's you know it's and it's a, it's they they recognize that it's a safety issue like, you know, you're, you're 
it's a communal space. Yes. You touch everything. So it, it's hard to sanitize. It's hard to sanitize every Bible. And, you know, you know, for, for Catholics in particular, it's like, you know, when you go up to, you know, get your, your blessed sacraments of the Eucharist, you, you know, body and blood, you're, you're receiving it, you know, by hand. And like, if you drink the wine, you're drinking from the same house, <laughs> whether or not they wipe the rim, like. I know, I know. It's amazing that they still do that, even though whether it's Corona is a thing. Uh, my sister works at a church and is religious. And she was saying that during flu season, they don't have the wine during flu season. You don't have the wine during flu season, but you know, like I like I used to say when when I worked at a at a sexual health clinic, it's yeah. always turkey season. So there's something you can catch, you know. If it's not the flu, it's some. It just amazes me when I just see them wipe, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know about this, you know. Like, can I just bring my own cup and you guys pour it in there? Like, I, I don't know if I, or can I bring my own plastic cover? I mean, flasks, flasks are a thing. Flasks are a thing, you know. You can just. You know what, what's the, what's the point of giving some <laughs> Yeah, just be like a a father. Can you just you know bless this? I know it's all it. good, right? Nah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think more people will go to church if that was the case. Are they um over in New York? Are they finding anyone that's not following orders of social distancing? Um, it's less it's less finding of individuals, okay. and more finding of all businesses. Right. Um, so for, for instance, one of the reasons why mm. I'm not currently working, um, at the Matt accidentally mentioned where he works. So I beeped it. If they have too many people on the floor at one time, um, you know, that's a, that's a violation against like, you know, the, the social distancing mandates. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a, I forget how much it is, but it's more than, what you know the store could possibly make in a day because you know business, right right it has been cut down severely um so I, I would love to work honestly like i would love to be able to go back to work right and just have that distraction right. again. but i can't luckily like, you know i'm getting paid right now like we as as a company like you know we're getting um what they consider catastrophic pay right you know, under extreme circumstances you know when people are forced to not go to work the company is compensating right well that's good staying home it that's that's fine personally Mm. i like getting paid for working i i like working as much as as much as you know the job can be frustrating um as much as you know our customer base can be frustrating and yes i am talking to you person who orders an extremely complicated drink and doesn't actually know what they want (laughs) you sir are very annoying but i digress (laughs) as annoying as my job can be from time to time i do enjoy it speaking of drinks what is the most like annoying or complicated drink you've ordered you've received oh god i can actually remember that too so i had to ask matt this question for funsies because i'm always amazed when it comes to any kind of food service and the experience of employees that make these foods or drinks and what kind of orders they hear from customers some customers don't think very clearly on what they really want and by the time they order it it doesn't make sense 
Anyway, I want you to listen to this order that Matt talks about. So this happened before the uh, the, the shutdown like yeah. completely happened of like all the stores. Um, you know, this was uh-huh. in the early stages of you know COVID spreading across the United States. Um, this young man ordered a drink. Um, of course, uh-huh. you know, we have a mobile order, so he ordered it online. Um, he ordered a matcha lemonade with uh, strawberry pieces okay. and blackberry pieces. Okay. And strawberry puree what? with no lemonade. And so, yes, exactly. That's the exact response I, 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 I gave. I showed the cup to my, my supervisor and he was just like, just wait till this guy gets in. He was stand the the kid was standing right in front of me, so I'm like, I call out his name. He he says yes. Yeah. I ask him what do, what he wants, and then I yeah. think, matcha <laughs> lemonade comes with lemonade and matcha powder. <laughs> so you want it without lemonade. So what do you want? He was like, I just don't want lemonade in it. I was like, so what do you want? I I got really silent at one point, and I was just staring at him. Oh my gosh, I, I can't. Uh, so I gave him a I gave him a cup of matcha powder and strawberry puree. Okay, and, all and the he was stuff, he okay. Was that's right. Else in it. And I and he, he he took it he took it and I was just like this is not what you wanted, but this is yeah. what I'm giving you because this is how I read your cup. Next time you order this, do not say no lemonade. You can say light lemonade. You can say substitute yeah. water. Do not say no lemonade. I won't know what you want. I mean, it, that's like one. <laughs> Of many cases of people oh just not gosh. knowing how to order things. Like, people people order, like, drinks with, like, 50 pumps of a specific syrup, and we're just like, so you want a cup with syrup and then a splash of espresso. Cool. Great. <laughs> That's just, I get that. That's like saying I want a cheeseburger without cheese. So it's a hamburger. And they're still like, oh, burger without cheese. So it's a hamburger. No, that's like saying you want the cheeseburger Without the burger, hold the cheese, um, but then don't <laughs> just say bread. Then, <laughs> so you just want bread and some lettuce and tomato. So, so what you want is a bun. I will figure out how to charge you for it. I feel Matt's annoyance here because I also work in customer service, but in retail, and there are a lot of customers who who don't think who don't think and they rather just ask and the answer is usually right in front of them. If only they took a little time to think, then they can sound a little bit um, what articulate uh, <laughs> or clear about what they want. So anyway, this whole thing led into how people like that will cause the spread of Corona because if they don't know how to even basically make a simple order or an order, how will they be able to carry themselves in terms of, you know, washing their hands consistently or being considerate of others? And then it led into a rabbit hole of Donald Trump. I don't ask me how, I just did. And this is what Matt was saying. I, I will admit though, what conferences it's com- it's like comedic gold. Like they're going, they're, I, I, in 20, 30 years, they're going to make a movie about this whole thing. And it's going to be a comedy. It's going to be a political satire. Yeah. It's, it's going to be amazing. To reiterate what I was saying with Matt due to a bad recording. Well, South Park was churning out a lot of episodes where they were making fun of Trump 
But since Trump is so ridiculous at almost a, in a daily basis, they were like, why continue to do this? And I'm not sure if they completely stopped making episodes featuring Trump, but I know at one point they they stopped because it was like, why? This is this is gold. It's making itself up. I just don't know how normal life is going to come back. It's just like, I can't, I feel like people are going to like run out of the house, like crazy madman, and then forget how to drive and kill people by accident. I personally don't believe that Mm. normal is anything that we're going to approach. Um, You know, uh, Michael Bloomberg, like, no, it wasn't Michael. It was, um, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. uh, Governor Cuomo in New York. Uh, like my, my governor, he was saying there, we're probably not going to go back right. to whatever we consider. Oh yeah. Normal. I agree too. We have to get used to a new normal. Um, and I, I firmly believe that I firmly believe that. And we're going to go through a very rough patch. I feel like there's going to be increased racism mm-hmm. towards the Asian American community. Um, more so than more so than there is now. I also told Matt that President Trump had dubbed the coronavirus as the Kung flu. Uh, that's so upsetting to hear. Obviously, that's freaking racist. I'm and also to give you guys background, I'm Filipino, and Matt is half black and half Filipino. So that's why we're talking about this in this regard. It's just. We are concerned of the racism that will possibly ensue after all of this has uh, ended. Something like that. He definitely said yeah. Chinese virus. I'm pretty sure he said some really racist shit within the past 24 hours that is going to be brushed under the table because oh he you know he speaks he speaks to the you know working class middle American which is bullshit. Um, but yeah, no, that we're, we're going to have to become right, right. a more conscious society in order to get to a new sense of normal. You know, we can't just, right. you know, people are, people are upset that Coachella like was canceled, quote unquote canceled, right. even though Coachella is still going on. Coachella is still going to happen. It's just going to be streamed live. You're not going to be able right. to go out to the fucking desert for a couple of days. Boo fucking who? Like okay, cool. You're not going to spend a couple of hundred dollars just to go like spend three days in the fucking desert. Do I give a shit? No. Like I'd rather worry about like, you know, like we're as a society have to worry more about our neighbors now than we did before. And we're going to have to consciously worry about our neighbors. We're going to consciously have to look at ourselves and think, Mm -hmm, wow, mm -hmm. am I being Mm -hmm. an asshole right now? And a lot of people aren't doing that, but they need to, you know, like, Am I being an asshole on a personal level or am I being an asshole on a community level? Personal, like being an asshole on a personal level, yeah, that's totally fine. You know, as long as you're the only one at risk. The moment your decision to be an asshole affects your entire community or puts your community at risk, you are the kind of asshole that, you know, causes shit like this to happen. You know, like fucking you know i i can't tell you the number of times i used to go to like like when i used to go out to bars or clubs and i would you know go use the restroom and i would see men that's like, so gross their hands, but <laughs> just walk right back out and like com- continue to socialize like sir uh, you, just wiped, you just wiped your ass and you're right. not gonna wash your hands i don't want to i don't want to be near you 
I don't think you'd belong in this society. Um, so, I mean, that's that's on a very minor right. level. We're going to have to worry about, like, you know, getting sick in general because mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, exactly. a virus. Viruses mutate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like we have to be on right. our toes now. We're going right. to be, as a society, we're probably going to be more paranoid than we were before. Yeah. And of course, there's always going to be that that subsection of society who is going to try and spread misinformation, you know, conspiracy theories. You know, this was all like, you know, a plot by the, yeah. the fucking deep state. OK, cool. Keep your shit to yourself because I don't want right. to if it's not going to if it's right. not constructive to the betterment of society, then shut yeah. the fuck up. It's going to be different. We're going to have to have a new normal. And I think I heard in the radio that. Was it Dr. How do you say anything? Fauci? Yeah, Dr. Fauci was saying that to eliminate handshakes forever, you know, because, yeah, I mean, even probably the way we interact with people is different. And, you know, hopefully people are conscious to wash their hands. And it sucks that we have to say that because that's been the case prior to COVID, right? That's been the case when it came to a cold for fucking sakes, you know, like a cold, a flu, that's basic shit, right? But unfortunately, it's not basic for everyone and it's not common sense. I've learned that along the way when we say common sense, it's not the same sense. Everyone doesn't have the same sense. Like I was telling a friend, the only common sense that people know how to do is breathing because they have to, to live. But anything else than that? No, even, I don't even trust people if they know how to uh, wipe their asses after they shit. I can't even trust that. I can't even say that's common sense because I don't know. (laughs) I feel like only breathing is the only thing that people know. And that's common sense to breathe, right? You know, yeah, obviously. But everything else, like bathing regularly, uh, what else? Like covering your nose when you cough? That's not common sense. I've seen... There's been a few times where at the store I worked at, at the clothing store, I'm I'm assigned a register. And even though, yeah, we have a counter between us, but that counter is not like big enough. You know, if you sneeze in front of me, likely I can feel your sneeze. You know, I can feel the breeze of your sneeze. So if you don't cover your nose when you cough, there's a chance I can feel it, you know? And that happened to me with this lady and it wasn't a nasty cough, thank God, but still it's like... <clears throat> And even then I'm like, no, like I, if you can't, if you can't cover your nose for some effing reason, move away, like move away from me, like turn your, turn your head slightly at the very least to show you respect me, <laughs> you know? Cause I was like, it's too much. I almost like, Hey, can you need to cover your nose? Like, it's just, and this like an older lady. And that's the thing. I can't even say it's kids. It's, it's also older people. I mean, I've seen kids with better, like manners like i've seen a kid cover her nose when she sneezed mm-hmm. like with her hand and yeah it should have been your elbow but hey it's better than nothing i've seen a dude literally sneeze like the loudest sneeze in the store and it was like at the clothes and i'm like that's gross that's why I tell everyone, wash your clothes when you buy them. Don't just wear them, wash them. So the struggle is mutual for Matt as well. He told me that someone sneezed like right in front of him without covering their nose. And this was right about the time they were about to close down stores because of the corona. So it was already a thing, but yet didn't cover their nose or mouth. And I had to take a 10 minute break just to like stop freaking out. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, they were, they were, they, and like they didn't cover their face. Um, you know, it was just like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm gonna go walk off for ten minutes, and my my supervisor was just like, that's fine. It's crazy. I and that sucks. I don't want to die out of stupidity, especially mm-hmm. someone else's. You know, if it's me, then that's my fucking fault. I did it. But if it's somebody else. That sucks. (laughs) We actually have been chatting it up for an hour and 15 minutes. So, which I don't regret. Yay us. I think we needed to let things out and vent. People who don't live in New York, I'm sure they're they're interested in hearing different point of views of their living situations. And even even someone else from New York will probably have a different point of view because obviously everyone has a different situation and everyone has a different point of view, et cetera, et cetera. So um, thank you for sharing your experiences. Okay. So at this part here, Matt did say something in response, but when I listened back to the recording, this portion of it was missing as if he didn't say anything at all, but he did. I just don't know what he said. So I, I would have reiterated, but I just don't know what he said. Um, pretty much our conversation here was a little bit of a back and forth about my previous podcast and and about how I used to talk about my love life, but I don't and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, and I also asked him if he was currently dating and his response is he's currently quarantined. So very good answer, Matt. Thank you very much for staying diligent. All right, everyone, that was the third episode of Countless. Again, thank you to Matt from Queens, New York for joining me and sharing his experience and what's been happening on his side of the country. Again, he's from Queens, New York. I'm from California. So both extreme opposites of the United States. Again, thank you once again for joining me. Be good to yourself and be good to others. Peace.